Hey, I'm Savin Gavia, and you are now listening to Can I Play a Play live every Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you check out these good fellas at www.facebook.com forward slash playology. And also, make sure to get your copy of the new book entitled Who Is She and What Is She to You on Amazon or worldmovement.com. Can I Play a Play? <laughs> oh, pretty soon. Put in I'm on it as you squeeze me like you need me It's literally just a seat because you got my knees weak I'm ready for whatever, baby, don't tease me I need it like this, today continue as you please me I'm here to testify, you all that I got Let's make it happen while I wait now, leave it, I'm not Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen Can I play a play? Rolling live every Sunday 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Your boy Pretty Tony here Along with the main the man of the hour, the main man, hold on, let me get his long title correct, Dr. K. Diddy, Esquire, the Elixir of Love. Dr. K. Diddy, are you with us, sir? Yeah, man, but I want some pretty woman saying, pretty Tony. It's just never enough. It's just never <laughs> enough. <laughs> I want some. I want some sweet lady said pretty Tony, but not saying pretty Tony. You know what I'm saying? I want to say K Dizzle, the election this. <laughs> We're going to make that happen for you. We're going to make that happen for you, sir. Um, welcome, everybody, to the show. Um, as we always get the show going, I want to make sure we find people to the show. Because if they don't cut the check, the show don't happen. www.worldmovementrecords.ning dot com www.worldmovement.com check them out uh got a new artist out on the road right now young man by the name of Mr. Drew Raber tearing up the town right doing now big things doing big things out there you know so make sure you support the movement as always and of course you know the books are out there play a step your game up playology who is she and what is she to you available at all retail outlets uh if you want them personally autographed, you can always just purchase them, purchase them off the World Movement website. Every book purchased off the World Movement website is personally signed by me and sent out. Make sure you get your copy. Um, wow. What can we say? Another week in the hole, another day. We're still blessed to be here. We're still in the struggle together, all of us, you know, trying to hang on. Trying to make it through this week's show, the politics of fear and ignorance. And man, oh man, oh man. Some of y'all thought it was over with Obama getting reelected, didn't you? Some of you. Focus. Baby, you just focus Cause they try to bring you down But they can't And they know this That ride is black is showing Them drugs you got is potent Got them cheering at my shows in I say stop but you keep going That money that I'm blowing If you want it, you should show it And everybody trying to hit me up If you stress, then turn that ditty up And just Stay posted this girl's a notice sign That baby girl just focused on you Tryna get promoted on Ay, ay, Life short, yeah you need to live it to the fullest I'll show you how to do this Just don't be so foolish If you focus you could do it Just make sure you're into it Yeah, just like your crew is chilling Cause we are the coolest Keep doing your thing My dream was to be in that range My attitude's sane And I won't change best of the best Like imported cocaine And everybody trying to hit me up If you stress then turn that ditty up And just Stay posted See this girl to notice now. That baby girl just focus on you Trying to get promoted now Ay, 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 ay Okay. 
tryna hit me up If you stretch then turn that ditty up And just
I hope I'm coming to you loud on loud and clear. Welcome to Can I Play a Play? Um, Kay Dizzle, are you with me, sir? Yes, sir. I'm loud in effect, boy. I was wondering how long that song was, like 30 minutes? Yeah, well, it's a great song. It has a great message. Uh, that's the new Lupe, you know, some kisses for the ladies and some roses for the gentlemen, you know. Give the babies some kisses. I think all our children can do it a little bit more love. I don't know the ladies need no doggone roses, though. Well, we're going to get into that. We gonna... <laughs> Oh, boy, you ain't even waiting. We're going to get into that uh, um, later on in the show. Today, we... it's called Fellas, We Have to Stop and Think. Welcome to everybody joining us here and kind of play a play. Um, your boy, Pretty Tony, you know, author of the book, Playology, Who Is She What Is She to You, and uh, Play a Step You Game Up, all available all over the Internet. Check us out, of course. The show is brought to you today by www.worldmovement.com or www.worldmovementrecords.ming.com. And, of course, the illustrious KD. The elixir of love. Don't forget the last part. A- absolutely, absolutely. The man about town. Um, first, we're going. Not first. Secondly, I want to. Not even I. Me and Kate Diddy want to express our gratitude. I mean, sometimes I have to scratch my head. So many of y'all are tuning in to the madness. So many of y'all, I hope you, you've learned something from all the participants of this show who have came through. This is a testosterone-driven show. We're here primarily from the brothers, but we don't have issues with the sisters coming on and expressing their point of view as long as they have something constructive to say. Um, so, fellas, we have to stop and think. I saw some things in the news this week that just truly troubled me. And I wanted to, and, you know, some research came out pertaining to, you know, us and the women. It made me scratch my head, so I wanted to share these thoughts with you. And, uh, you know, relationships, love, jealousy, emotions, all these things have gone crazy. Um, Next week we'll get back to politics. We just want to make sure we do this quick public service announcement. Early voting has started in a lot of states. Make sure you get out there and vote. Or whatever your candidate of choice is. Kay Diddy, isn't that good advice yes, to try to get the good folks? Yeah, but that's it right there. You know, we can't tell you who to vote for, uh, uh, who to vote for, or what to vote on, but it's imperative that you get out there and vote for something. To, to do nothing, you actually are doing something. So don't go out and vote and talk about later what you should have, could have done. If you want to do something, do it today. You know? All right. Um, Neighborhood Gentrification Committee, is that you, sir? That is me. Okay. I I want you to know, first and foremost, we do not need any swamp land. We don't need any desert land that they used to do nuclear testing on. None of How am I going to make a profit? Well, you know, that is part of the capital. You can have have to call uh, (laughs) 1-800-BLOMEAT. <laughs> no, I was leaving the blaming part out of it. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to leave that shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody wants swamp land, K Diddy alluded to it. The one eight hundred, blow me for swamp land. Yeah. As the show rolls on, you know this, this today's show is about the fellas because I, I really am troubled. The first thing I want to touch on this week is this. Is this New York cop who wanted to cook and eat women? Um, what? Yes, yes, yes. They found very, very detailed plans that this New York City officer was in the planning stages of uh, uh, kidnapping and cooking women and eating them. He planned to cook about a hundred women. If he had gotten away with it all, he was using law enforcement databases. Gather information on his uh, prospective meal. Um, hey Tony, can you put me and uh, and Diddy into the green room? 
Um, it was too. It was too near the end of the show. Um, okay, well, I, check it out. I'm gonna try it again. Let me okay. put y'all over there. Diddy, are you there? I hope you guys are. Joe, I'm here. Okay, let me switch you on over. Um, those guys are in the green room for a moment. Hopefully, they're talking. Um, fellas, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I know. Last week we were touching on the whole, the whole Defense of Marriage Act, and we mentioned the point that a lot of men feel as though the system has completely turned on them. A lot of men feel frustrated because they feel as though our relationships and dealing with women are one-sided in the moment, especially when it comes to the court of law. I understand as though we feel as though we have lost control in relationships because some of you testosterone-driven men feel as though the estrogen levels have gone up way too much, and some of you feel as though too much has been given to people on the issue of gay rights. But nonetheless, we have to remember that at the end of the day, we're still a civilized society. We still have rights as men, but we just have to balance it out. We just have to go forth and make do with what we have, and it makes no sense to get frustrated to the point where you're talking about cutting up women and, and eating them and stuff, dog. You know, there's got to be some, some kind of restraint that is shown, some kind of social restraint. Now, as we are moving forward on the show, I hope that, all the men that are tuning into the show understands what this whole playerology movement is about. The movement is about that I want to promote thought processes. We can't initially react or overreact to everything. Yes, we got to grab our balls and stand up for our rights. Yes, we got to show that, okay, I wear the pants and there's certain things I will put up with and certain things that I won't put up with. But at the same time, you have got to respect what members of the opposite sex have to say. Now, a lot of you women out there are a little bit too aggressive. A lot of you women over there are a bit too driven. A lot of you have not truly been taught how to conduct yourself with a man, and so you feel as though you can just talk to a brother any which way. That ain't that kind of party, fellas. Also, I want to put it out there that, Violence is never the answer. Sort of like another story in the news this week about a fellow who decided to take out not one of his baby mamas, but two. Okay. And, and kill their other children, but left their kids alive. Violence is never the answer, gentlemen. Are we driven to violence at times? Yes. You know, all you activists out there might disagree with what I have to say, but who gives a shit? There's some women out there who their tongue will drive a brother to violence because you're like, okay, you made your point, can we move on? And she just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And a brother. What, what, what about the double standards that the system put in place? Yes, I, I'm discussing that too. That builds our frustration, but at the end of the day, that still doesn't justify violence. You want to know, really? I'll give you a, the name of a video you can look at right now. If this particular video does not justify violence against a woman, I don't know what does. It's called Crazy Fight on the D-Train. Okay, and what is this video about, sir? This woman, okay, first off, this guy, it's, um, it's a train in New York City. A girl and a guy get into a fight on the train. So another guy comes along and intervenes. While he's intervening on behalf of the girl, the other guy he slips out on the next stop. The girl stays on the um, on the car. Now she won't let the guy, the good Samaritan, leave the car. So for five minutes, she's got a hold of this guy's lapels, staring him in the face, two inches away. For five minutes, she's hanging on, and people are saying, "Don't hit her! Don't hit her!" And he's saying, bitch, get off of me. She's saying, you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. 
If that guy wasn't justified banging his broad's head up against the wall, then there's something wrong with uh, people's thinking. So, again, it's called Crazy Fight on the D Train. And I think you might have to put in, as part of the keywords, 5 to 11, I think. But Crazy Fight on the D Train, that should be enough to bring it up on you. And the thing about it, you know, like I said, there are situations that have put us in predicaments. But when it comes to, while you guys were in the in the screen room, I was discussing the guy who just decided to go take out the mother of his two kids, kill his stepchildren, their other kids, but left his two children with the two women alive. Oh, that's so not this guy's psycho. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. That you, that there, there is a level. Now, that scenario that you're describing, I'm not sure. I was discussing earlier about some of these women have just truly gotten the game twisted where they think they can just talk and act any which way to a brother, and that is not always kosher. That is not acceptable. I, for one, think that domestic affairs should be handled at home. I hate being in the supermarket and you hear a woman three hours over just berating on a brother, and he's like, look, man, I don't want to talk about this right now. And she just... Escalating and escalating all through the mm-hmm. store till you get up to the cash register. She's still talking crazy to him. And whose fault is that? Hold on, we got somebody else trying to jump in on the conversation here. Let's let him in. One one one, you're on live with the show. Yeah, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, Rick. All right, oh, all right. Hey, I just want to ask you guys, uh, I know you can determine how many people listen to your show, I guess per week, per day, or even people who go into the archives. So if you don't mind stating that or it's approximate, uh, would you please do Uh, so? Well, right now we are approximately at... Are you a potential advertiser? Well... No, no, well, no, no more than participating on your show at this time, but I'm just curious as to what the listenership is, and it just gives me an idea of how many people are tuning in. You, you have a good show, so I'm just curious as to how many people tune in, and I'm going to hope that maybe a third of that percentage of people that tune in are women. Well, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't have no problem saying after four years we have a, a considerable listenership, but I definitely wouldn't want to throw numbers out there unless you and I advertise and you really need to know. I wouldn't want that to be public information. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. But it, anyway, all right. So it, it, I hope it's appreciable. Let's let's just put it. That oh way. yes, sir. I hope yes, sir. Like I said, we we didn't start yesterday. We've been doing this like for four years, and the numbers have been increasingly going. You know, with uh, every show, and I will say, based on the company's involvement in the industry, we touch millions a month. Oh, millions! Millions. Oh, wonderful! All right, I'll launch into my diatribe. Uh, look here, I, I, I want to say to you guys, I, I want to focus on what you said earlier, and I agree with you. I want to clean men up one hundred percent. I want men to be pristine. <clears throat> and uh, having said that, I also want women to be pristine. Now, I noticed that a lot of men, and i got to call you guys on this, if you don't mind, you too. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. You're you damn right. Okay. All right. I, I, I see that you guys suffer a little bit from TBS, uh, possibly, and I would love to be convinced otherwise, and that's tiny ball syndrome. And so what I'm going to suggest is that you talked about potential, uh, you know, uh, abuse from a police officer, and that is bad. That's quite bad. Uh, Police officers have a fiduciary responsibility, a position of trust, and for them to violate that is horrible. They are supposed to... Now, Mr. Solution, I want to be clear. Earlier when I was speaking about the police officer, I wasn't referring to abuse. The gentleman in question wanted to cook and women. That is not abuse, brother. That's well, yeah, I'm, I'm using that in the whole schematic of abuse. Uh, it's a horrific abuse, but nevertheless an, an, an abuse. Uh, but what would you call it? What nomenclature would you put on it? I, I, what it is, cannibalism. That, that, that moves on over to another side of, of, of human thinking, a more animalistic side, because no matter what frustration level, no matter what wrongs we think have been cast upon us. Nothing justifies you 
top of a mountain like that, I think Argentinian soccer team or whoever it was, and it was a necessity to eat human flesh to survive. And, and, and I think they were already dead. So we concur yeah, on that. Point. However, this is the point. This is the contrast I want to bring out. Now, that yeah. was potential. So that was averted. That didn't happen, thank God, and to the, you know, other police officers that caught that. However, <laughs> what did happen was that a nanny, a psychopathic, sociopathic nanny woman, yeah. Yes. Flew under the radar. She killed two kids, murdered two kids, stabbed them. The worst kind of death you could die because you end up bleeding out. She actually did that. So yes. it's interesting. We can parallel those two, uh, you know, incidences. One didn't happen, like I say. One mm-hmm. did happen. That was yes, that was, uh, you know, um, perpetrated by a female. So what I'm saying here many times is there are a lot of women sociopaths and psychopaths. Now, the definition, I talk with therapists all the time. Many of them, we're friends. A lot of us are friends, and we talk over these issues. And they say that the difference between, and by the way, this is in the DSM uh, Volume 4, maybe Volume 5 is out, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. But anyway, that's the Bible of mental health care workers. The thing is, is that um, they say that a psychopath does not know the difference between right and wrong, and a, soci- a sociopath doesn't care. So if you're the victim, it doesn't matter to you. You still get the same treatment. But Absolutely. the point is, is that the woman, the nanny in New York, I think both of these uh, situations occurred in New York, correct? I think so, too. I think so, too. New Jersey, New York. Yeah, so let's not forget to bring up the fact that a woman actually committed a horrific, uh, you know, incident, whereas the one that was being planned by the police officer was averted. So I just want to bring, I mean, that just immediately jumped to my attention, and this is part of women flying under the radar of accountability. Now, I, I want to present my, 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 my point on that. I agree with you that should also be brought up, but the basis of this show, the basis, the basis of the whole playology movement is that I dedicate an enormous amount of time talking to the brothers. So it's not I'm one of the main brothers who encourage men to grab your nuts. So the TBS syndrome may not be over here. This is a very specific on our part where I talk to men because I don't feel as though enough of us are communicating with each other. So it was definitely not an oversight, and it was definitely not a matter of sweeping it away. But our commentary over here is testosterone-driven. You know, women go back and forth with each other all the time, and they talk, and they communicate, and they strategize on their partner, and all the things that they do while brothers for whatever reason, ego, environment, situation, whatever it may be, we tend not to extend a helping hand to our brother. And that is the whole premise of what we try to do here. I talked to the brothers, but you're right. We can't let that fly under the radar, what the nanny did. But, you know, it was more a a specific conversation pertaining to us. Right. Well, well, one of the things that I would say is remember that people are one-dimensional. Most people are pretty much one-dimensional. And when people hear about what one gender does and they don't hear about the other, they tend to form imbalanced perspectives. Now, I agree with you. As a man, I'm always, uh, you know, conducting what they call objective introspection, looking into one's uh, person. And I'm pretty damn good. And the reason I'm good is because I practice being good, okay? And the reason I'm good at what I do is because I practice it all the time. And um, and so th- that's important. But we need to point out, because, look, uh, when men do things, in fact, I've studied serial murderers, and one of the things that they relate them to, and this is what this man was potentially about, this police officer. They they relate it back to abusive mothers. If you know, that's the one thing they relate uh dysfunctions in a male to. 
society has chosen to capitalize off of male disposability. Remember, that's the ultimate thing that males are designed for, is to be disposable. And while I agree that it's great to bring out what men do and, and talk about corrective measures, we better bring out what females do lest we end up with all the responsibility uh, and, 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 you see, and women end up with no accountability because that's usually what happens. Remember, people are one-dimensional. You can't think that they'll automatically get the point because they won't. Because if they did, we wouldn't be at the uh, uh, at the um, uh, precipice that we are right now. See, we're in we're at war. I, Tom Likas is back on, by the way, at BlowMeUpTom.com. Yeah, and uh, he talks yeah. about it being a war. And Tom has made millions off of the male-female relationship discussion. He's a talk master in terms, but he brings out some really good points. And he's pro-male, too, because this society is basically a gynocracy. It's ruled by women. This is a society ruled by and for women. Can you give us some examples, Rich? Rich? So we just have to be... Go ahead. Hello. Um, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Can you, one give us some examples of that. I think we lost the brother. Okay, Mr. Lucian, oh, right. hopefully, hopefully you'll chime back in. Well, no, I'm here. here. Okay. Right. I want to know where um, my commission Joe, is. Joe was asking me to be bring up some specifics, but before you get into that, I wanted to make this point because you've kind of led me into the next point that I was trying to work, uh, raise about some research that came out this week pertaining to uh, uh, the male condition one of the, and our risk for heart disease and heart attacks and stress and stuff of that nature. And one of the big key factors that it kept coming back to was our interaction with females. We stand a 34% higher chance of having a heart attack as it pertains to our relationships and our lack of, of uh, what's, what's a good word? I want to be politically correct. An unhappy relationship increases the male probability of having a heart attack by 34%. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because the men are weak and they just allow them to be stressed out by the feminine set, by the females, by the emotional. And, no, and, no, I'll tell you basically why, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Go yeah, because men have no goddamn support. There's no support uh, for men. Men don't support each other, and of course, yeah, women know. don't support men. So men have look. Men look. They look sideways. They look. They they, they look both ways. Uh, you know, uh, horizontally. Then they look uh, vertically. The only way for them to go is down. The reason men die at a much higher rate than women is because of what they call the X factor, which is stress. That's in Dr. Warren Farrell's book called The Myth of Male Power. The Myth of Male Power. There you go. And that's one of the things that have been. That the word, and, and some of us, a lot of us, some people like myself have grown to understand the necessity of seeking knowledge. First of all, knowledge of myself and, and the wealth of knowledge that's available for simpletons like myself out there. Sometimes, brothers, certain environments that we are raised in, uh, our books are not at a premium in the environment that we, are, we grew up in. We are raised on uh, emotion, anger, and basically survival. But I encourage my brothers to seek knowledge. I encourage my brothers to take the time out to get to understand something because ain't no sugar and spice jumping off on the other side of the fence. Well, see, this is the thing, too. Society, which is all of us, provides a safety net for females that it doesn't provide for males. A woman can yes. go out there, irresponsibly fuck, get pregnant, and, of course, deliver a bastard child, and then she's supported. Maury Povich supports her. Uh, they'll look for the quote-unquote daddy, and they'll create this huge bureaucracy, which is the real operative uh, intention and purpose, 
But nevertheless, women get subsidies for inappropriate behavior, whereas men are nothing but condemned. And I often ask the question, they talk about uh, women are more emotional than men. That's bullshit. Can I say bullshit on your show? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And you did it twice already. Yeah, that's absolute bullshit. Because if you take a little baby boy and see no one does this, and we end up creating this, this, this horrific situation that we have, you take a little baby boy and a little baby girl, they need their mother's and their father's nurturing as much as anyone else. Okay, but at a certain point, we deny the little male, uh, you know, access to his emotions. We tell little Johnny, if he falls down, get up, Johnny. That's a metaphor to Johnny that no one's going to help you. You're in the world by your damn self. Whereas when little, um, you know, Patricia falls, well, of course, we go over and coddle her. Oh, you know, baby, you, you know, don't cry. And so, see, we, we set men and women up to be dysfunctional. The woman believes that everything revolves around her and her vagina, whereas the man believes that, you, you know, he has nothing. He's the protector and provider. And by the way, from a legal standpoint, you do not want to be defined as the protector provider. You do not want to be defined as that. Now, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with men and women taking on whatever roles they choose, operative word, they choose. But you don't want a hostile, abusive system defining you because it will become the taskmaster to enforce that you be what it defines you to be. Do you follow that? Hell no. We had a slow break in that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Salute, can you still hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's why we are where we are. <laughs> because you don't understand that. See, you, you want to define you. You don't want an abusive, uh, blind, hostile system to define you. Because, see, it doesn't define women. The thing about women, the difference between women and men, and Dr. Farrell talks about this, you have the multi-option woman and the zero-option man. Rick, let, well, me, uh, let me interrupt, all right, because you're, you're preaching to the choir. Okay. Well, I don't think so. They just said they no, didn't understand no, that. No, 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 no. I've been coming on the show long enough. You've been, you're preaching to the choir. So what I think... Um, they don't have uh, tiny ball syndrome, okay? And uh, what we should do, since we've all talked about this before, maybe we can get on the support system track. Maybe we can think of some solutions, because I agree with you. Men don't have support, but I think it's another thing as well. If we don't have support, what we should do is stand up for ourselves individually. That's something that we can do for other men to let them know, you know what, you're a man of worth, a man of value. So, I'll, you know, maybe Absolutely. we could talk about solutions as opposed to, because um, all of this, what you're going to say and what you have said, we know about it. Yeah, and you know that I'm here, so you know I know about it, and, okay. I can, and I can verify that Tony and Diddy know about it, too. Okay, well, that's good. We just trying. We know and I'm glad that Joe pointed that out. You know, we pretty much know what the problems are, and I think we don't focus enough on the solution. Right. It's well, just, I'm going to give you a solution. Take, for example, well, what Joe just said is right, and that's what we're doing to a degree right here is we're listening to men because some men do see this. But look here. I didn't say they had tiny ball syndrome. I said possibly they did and how the information was presented. But okay. at any rate, under HHS, Human and Health Service, there is a Department of Health for women. Guess what? There's no Department of Health for men. Did you know that? Well, uh, I also know that there's more more money being poured into, you know, mammograms and women's health because of their, they're the, you know, they're the barrels and the wheels that get the grease. But the thing yeah, but is... No, uh, men, men die at the same rate of prostate cancer as women do of breast cancer. Yeah, and also, men get breast cancer. It's 
smaller percentage. Very small. But the thing is, is that I think <laughs> we should we should focus on solutions rather than now, just. Now, 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 yeah, Joe, solutions are yeah. understanding the problem first. Then, you can't get a solution to a problem until you understand the problem. And what, also, what about what about Francis. the problem with this thing? Because just like you said, men have just as much breast cancer as women, but I know women are more prone to go get checkups than a lot of guys for whatever they pride in, their medical economic situation. Even though they got chest pain, how many of them are going to go to the doctor and say, man, I think something's wrong with my chest? Yeah, I didn't say that women have, I mean, that men have as much breast cancer as women. What I said is men suffer from prostate cancer at about the same rate that women suffer from breast cancer. cancer. Mm. I also said that men do get breast cancer. Now, I, I, want, I want to jump in here for a moment, gentlemen, because sometimes verity in, in the things we have to say are, are one of the first things men have to do and as we in, as evaluate ourselves in the moment is we have to set ego aside. I think that is one of the biggest deterrents a lot of men have from listening to somebody else or even really admitting that there is a problem. Uh, like K. Diddy alluded to when he said, you know, we'll feel a chest pain, and we tend to ignore it. Be like, eh, I don't need to go to the doctor. I can push through this while, you know, a woman will go out and get the checkup that she needs. Programs like this, conversations like this, are like we're screaming in the wind, but it has to start somewhere. One voice turns into two, two voices turn into three. We have to put the information out, out there in hopes that somebody actually listens. And a lot of times we have to make sure that we format the information where it's communicable, not only to those of an elevated intelligence, but the simpleton, the guys out there who don't understand words that, you know, dysphoria and all these wonderful words and any word that we may use. We've got to make sure that we, the language that we put it out there can resonate on both sides of the fence. Because well, you know what? That's true. That's true. And and, and men, I, I think, need to talk about their issues more. See, that's normally yes. considered the, the female paradigm. or That's considered Absolutely. something, talking about relationships, talking about personal health, is generally considered something that is, uh, you know, in the female uh, category. And, and, and I agree with you 100%, just like we're doing now. We're talking about these things. So men should be... Uh, at minimum, allowed to express their position because they build up stress when they don't. Women are allowed to do that. Women are allowed to talk about men, criticize men. And, um, you know, Joe talks about women being the own, their own architect of, of their unhappiness. And, uh, of course, we now, men. Joe, Joe thinks women is just a life support system for a pussy. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, you know what? You know what you call the area surrounding the vagina of of the normal woman? The area surrounding what the vagina? What is it called? Useless. <laughs> see, see, I, I knew I already knew it was jokes. Oh, oh, okay. You see? Wait a minute. I don't co-sign with that. I I, I, I got to say that I, I'm issuing a disclaimer. Those ideas. Throw your disclaimer out because ideas of of Joe and and not necessarily the ideas of the other men discussing the issue or possibly the station. Oh, uh, uh, now. Also, well, what do they got to offer besides it? They don't offer empathy. They don't offer sympathy. They create stress in men like Rich is talking about. What do they have to it offer? Is. If they and don't they offer, you know, if they don't offer a rational um, personality, a rational character, if, they, if they're still inculcated with their irrational expectations and sense of entitlement, they do not offer much outside but, but of I mean, My response to that, Joe, would be because, and that's that's generally true. I concur with Joe on that particular issue. Women generally, not only do they, they not offer much to men, they are a deficit. They are a net uh, deficiency to most men, and particularly good men. But the reason for that, I believe, now I may be wrong, but I don't think so. The reason for that is lack of accountability. 
No one advises women that the world contains more than just you, and you need to be concerned about more than just you. I think fathers play a role in that. I think we as men who have not divorced ourselves from tiny ball syndrome, TBS, we play a role in that. I think the society at large plays a role in women's extreme narcissism. Hold on, August, stick a pin in that. And I want to put that in the term with folks from my neck of the woods that say a lot of brothers not calling a lot of these women on their shit. There you, you got go. to call them on their shit, dog. You got to call them on their shit. And to further simplify it, I'm going to put it in a very in simpleton terms because I'm a simple man. I have this point that I stick to. When it comes to this whole Valentine's Day and all these corporate uh, marketing schemes, that they've come up with over the years, it is never about us. And I tell brothers all the time, absolutely no way in hell should you be giving us You get a problem, Dave. What are you talking about? (laughs) 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 You know, ain't no way in hell you should be giving us diamond rings and diamond bracelets and getting a freaking $9 Walmart box. As a matter of fact, yeah. As a matter of fact, the inequality of that, just boggles the mind. You got to call these women on their shit, and you don't have to do it in a disrespectful manner. You can present it to them because the first thing you get hit with is, "Oh, you talking down to me," or "You don't respect women." No, you're sitting across the table from me, not respecting me. First of all, we in this restaurant, and your voice keeps escalating. And if I do anything, when the man comes to the door, I'm the first thing he's gaffling up. Why? Because the system ain't built in my favor. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and let me just suggest this in, in terms of a solution, because that's what I do. Uh, I would say that men, all men, should at least develop between three and five things that they want from women generally. And I mean yes, women who uh, they're not even in a relationship with. For example, when a woman meets you, she expects you to risk rejection from her, not her re- risk rejection from you, but you, res- you you risk rejection from her. Now, that creates stress in men, and men are lying if they say it doesn't. <clears throat> it does. That, real talk. Real Furthermore, talk. thank you, men should, uh, you know, we, we have all these things that women say they want when they meet a man. They, they define a man as a gentleman if he'll open her door. Uh, if he will uh, pull out her chair, if he'll invite her out, if he'll pay for her dinner, if he'll be funny for her. All these things, like Joe says, and I concur, all these things are about her, not your ass. You are just the supplier. You are not the benefactor. You are the supplier. So she wants your money. She wants your, uh, how should I say Uh, She wants your execution of interest in her and all of these things. She wants the attention. She wants the um, the person to be entertaining. She wants to be the center of attention, right? Right. So what men need to say is they want to be courted. See, we just can't be nebulous and ambiguous. We need to provide specificity. We need to say as men, as good men, what we want. We want women to value us just as they want to be valued. We want them to say hi to us. We want them to be friendly toward us. We want them to take us out on dates. And, in fact, if we like you, number one, if we don't like you, we won't let you take us. We will not allow you to take us out on a date and spend your money on us. However, if we do like you and you take us out and spend money on us, it will be seen as an investment, which there will be uh, reciprocal behavior. There will be reciprocity. We won't run off and abandon you like a bitch, like you often do us. We will reciprocate. So and we need to thing. send that message out there because mm-hmm. we realize the stupid shit that we're doing is not working. And that's Women the message being that in I, control yeah. is a guaranteed uh, crash. That's the kind of message that I want to that I want to get out there too. Because Tony, you ended up your show three shows ago on mutual reciprocation. 
Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in it. I am a firm believer in it because um, riding on the coattails of what Mr. Solution said is this constant need for us to give, give, give. There's this old cliche because I've spent time with a lot of women. I've, you know, unlike most men, I never judge women. Some of the greatest women I've ever met are hoes who sell coochies because I know them for what they are and they present themselves for what they are. But there's this statement that I've heard from these um, so-called entitled sisters, and sisters goes all across the board where my money is my money and his money is my money. I would like to know where the F you got that from. I would like to for you the F mm-hmm. you got that my money is my money and his money is my money. Who invested that infection in you? PBS, tiny ball syndrome, allows that particular virus to uh, plant itself and grow. See, men, I watch men all the time. When it comes to women, a man who can lift 500 pounds becomes a, uh, you know, 100-pound scrawny weakling when it comes to standing up to a woman. We're not talking about being abusive to anybody. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is just telling the truth. And a woman who doesn't like you for you, kick her ass to the curb. Because if she doesn't like you for you, you should have no further obligations to interact with her. Let women know that. If you don't like me for me, and me for me just means my being around you. That's it. Just my being in your presence. Um, Shameless plug time, shameless plug time. Who is she? What is she to you? I wrote in that book, if you are a Denny's kind of guy, present yourself for the Denny's kind of guy you are, because if you get to talking about Red Lobster and Chez Renoir and all that stuff and using your entire week's salary to go on a date, and then you leave that day broke, busted, and disgusted, you are tipping the scales out of your favor. Look, all I can afford is Denny's. I would love to take you to dinner, and you probably can all, you know, I know you're entitled to the finer things in life, but I can afford Denny's. That's who I am. You're going to get disgusted if you don't get none. But see, she doesn't even deserve Denny's until you determine that she's valuable. Until she's proven that she's valuable and interested in you, she doesn't deserve Denny's. Don't spend. Well, that's it, then, brother. Wait a minute. Yeah. Don't don't spend any money on a woman. My advice to men who don't suffer from uh, TBS is to don't spend a dime on a woman because women will tell you spending money on them does not make them like you. Absolutely. If they like you and you only want, this is something that I explain very clarionly to Stan. You don't want to try to convince a woman to like you. If she doesn't want to spend time to get to know you, move on from her. Let her waste time with someone else. Because, see, the thing of it is, if a woman likes you, she doesn't need anything from you but your personality because she likes you for you. There you go. Those are the only kind of women that men should want to be around. See, what men want to do is to convince, try and convince a woman who doesn't like them to like them. That's what we've been trained to do. That's bullshit, if I can say bullshit on your show. And, 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 and another, another syndrome, another syndrome that has been inflicted and infected upon the male population is this thing called flossing. Once again, from my side of the fence, y'all can give it whatever fancy terminology it deserves. Flossing. You spend, you know you don't have a car, but you borrow in your homeboy's car to take her where she went up and down, round and round, knowing that you ain't paid your rent. Knowing you ain't paid your rent. Also, I'm going to tell a lot of you fools out there, a sucker is born every minute, and women can smell your cologne a mile away. Women will take that which you have given them and give it to the next man that she just likes in for him. And a lot of you fools out there don't realize that yet. Okay, old sugar daddy dudes, let me put that on you. You are Right, right. You're, you're, you're exactly right. So these are the things that men need to talk about, and I'm talking about good men. Men who yep. are bad men do not call into shows like this. They're out getting theirs, whatever that means to them. 
But good men need to carve out a niche to where, and, and I would love to have women. See, one thing you'll notice when you're talking about truth and you're shining the light of truth, where are the women? Now, women always say, well, where are the men? Where are the men? All right, we're here. We're here. Where are you? And that's another thing. And that's another thing. A, a, a lot of brothers, and I want to make this real clear, because, you know, thug life and all these wonderful new um, sayings have come up. It's like that you, you feel as though it's a disease when you say, I'm a good man. You should never be ashamed to say you're a good man. If you're a good man, you are a rare commodity, sir, and you deserve the best of what life has to offer you. So for my brothers who check, who check us out, if you're a good man, you deserve good treatment. You know, That's right, and I think Joe and I concluded the other day, and, and I think we should conclude also, this is the best forum, this and forums like this, for us to get our differences out on the table. If I fake it, I know what to do to get women. I mean, most guys uh, do. I mean, the good guys know what it takes to get women, but we don't want those kind of women, and certainly under those conditions. But this is the best place to iron to iron out our differences right here. When you yeah, there's something I want to there's something I want to correct Tony on. Tony, you said that a um, good man is a rare commodity. There are more good men out here than the women realize. They may not Thank be you. picking them, but we're not the rare commodity. We are the majority. They just That's don't right. want it. So it's not. You know what? I can't correct it. And and let me just amplify that. Actually, there are more good men than there are good women. I can prove that. Ask me to prove it. No, I agree. Wait, wait, wait. If any one of you want me to prove it, I'll prove that. Go ahead, prove it. Go ahead. We just prove that is goodness, and and certainly is related to care and concern. And it's related to behavior, what you are willing to do and sacrifice for another person. Men are willing to sacrifice more for women than women are for men. And I'm talking about men are willing to sacrifice more for women whom they don't even know and women who don't even like them. Because that's where we get into men paying for women's, day, men paying for women's meals and drink. In other words, uh, if men weren't better than women, there couldn't be meal and drink hoes, okay? If men weren't, if, if men weren't better than women, there couldn't be meal and drink hoes. But, see, men are willing to give to women freely, even when the women don't like them. Uh, take, for example, the situation, I think, off of Match.com with the woman who was scamming men to the tune of $1,200 per month uh, for dinners. And she didn't even like these men. She had it on a spreadsheet. She could go out every night of the week and get a free meal. This is in New York. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just tell the men, you know, see you later, sucker, so to speak. So I, I, do you think that's proof that men are better than, than women based on what men are willing to do for women? Uh, before they even get to know them, is that is is, is that proof enough for you? First of all, that's good proof, and I want to make sure I put this out there for the archives. Uh, the chat room is not working, you good folks. Anybody in the chat room trying to get at me? And ladies, y'all are more than welcome at any given time to come on the phone, the phone, the forum, and discuss your position about what Mr. Solution is saying. Um, he brought some very valid points to the table. Yeah, but now let me say this. Let me say this, too. Everything that men do for women, women downplay it. And a lot of TBS men downplay it also. So, in other words, we don't get to evaluate what men actually do for women because women are constantly complaining and depreciating what men actually do. So we need to reintroduce this. I'm a master debater and a cunning linguist, by the way. And so what I attempt to do is to reintroduce the issues that are subordinated. You see? You, 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 you going to keep going or you going to let us interject on that one, Mr. Solution? Because, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. My, my brother, you were on a roll there. 
Another thing I want to put out here for the ladies, a lot of you are always clamoring about the, the wants and needs of a good man. And I always come back with a very simple point. 80 to 90% of you that have ever had a good man didn't know what to do with him because you were too engaged in playing childish games till you lost him. Because you were not sure to do it and because the dysfunctional nature of the relationship that you were accustomed to didn't fit the norm of his functional style. And you have got to identify that. You've got to identify that and understand that all these little mind games you think you're playing when you get a good guy and you end up losing him, then you date a string of losers and we're all dog shit off after that. That's your personal baggage. You're dating the same spirit in different bodies. You can't throw that over here because a man who understands himself knows what he wants. A man who understands himself has been around the track a couple of times and he's separated his wants from his needs. And he understands the moment that he's in. And a lot of you women seem to have a great deal of difficulty understanding that concept. When a brother understands what he needs, what he don't need is you calling him on the phone with irrelevant-ass conversation about shit that he don't have a clue about because your imagination just started hearing footsteps in the fucking dark. That ain't there. And there's another reason, too, which I'm going to... um advise people to read is an article that Rich had um, had, re- had recommended to me. It's by a woman called Natasha Burton, decoding the, what's it again, Rich? Decoding the, oh, the bad boy. Why women do not like the good guys, why they like the bad boys. So it's, you're right, Tony. Most of the, the majority of women who have had good guys didn't know what to do with them. They found them either boring or they found them intimidating because the women weren't ready for intimacy. And with a bad boy, they don't have to be intimate with the bad boy. There's a certain level of buffer between uh, what the bad boy wants, what the good, what the bad girl wants. She doesn't have to risk herself with the bad boy. Yes, sir. And come back to what uh, one word that Mr. Solution uses all the time. And it simplifies everything. It is called accountability. A man who understands the moment that he's in lets a woman know you're accountable to me when it comes to certain things. Because you you walk through the door. When a woman engages in a relationship with you, we've said it before and we'll say it again. We are accountable from the fifth minute after she decides that she's with us. We are accountable. But there is a heavy, heavy, percentage of non-accountability when it comes to women pertaining to, to us brothers. And brothers, please, as you listen to our voices there, everybody in the archives, everybody that downloads us on iTunes, all the wonderful places you can find can a play a place. Process this. If you don't want nobody listening to you when you can put the headphones on, because that's another thing we like to act like, man, I know everything. Nobody on here even though we may come off as intelligent or lack of intelligence, whatever it is, listen to us. We're presenting point of views to you to spark a thought in you, to spark some kind of progression in you, because as men, we need to progress. Don't level that stuff that you've already been to, because, you know, I read somewhere that most brothers' minds are petrified by things that have happened to us. That moment in time has just grabbed hold of our soul. And it's like, you know, it's, it's the hardest thing for us to change gears. Forums like this are where you can come privately, publicly, whatever your, your situation is, to sit down and listen and learn something, as we have had to go out and learn things based on the ish that we've been through. Um, and I, down mm-hmm. the last 90 seconds of the show, Damn. I want to express our, uh, our thanks to Mr. Solutions. Joe from Montana, my esteemed colleague, uh, KJD, Dr. KJD Esquire, learn something from us. I want to thank the sponsors of the show, www.worldmovement.com. And for any of you brothers out there that need to brush up on a little bit about male, female, who is she, what is she to you, is still available on Amazon. We ain't got nothing but love for you. Folks. Make a difference. Grab your balls. Don't suffer from what's a TB, t- TBS? Is it called TBS? Yeah, tiny balls. TBS, tiny balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Grab your balls. 
That's what we <laughs> celebrate, all you movement. Grab your balls. We ain't got nothing but love for you. Uh, don't you have a man? What you worried about? What don't I don't? Don't you have a man? Don't you got a man? Why are you trying to be my girl? Yeah. I can't believe it. No, you got a man. Don't you have a man? Were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.